What up, what up, what up, sports heads, and welcome to another edition of Sports Talk KC. I am one of your hosts, Cowboy, fellas. <sighs> Lee 86 in the building. I had to catch my breath after the division around week, but uh, Lee 86 in the building on the ones and twos. KC, what's up? You're sure right about that, Lee. It was a good weekend for the NFL across the board. All four games came down to, you know, one possession, less than one possession, Towards the end, all walk-offs. And if you don't know who this is that's speaking, that's coming through your speakers, this is D-Beats 1492 Sports Heads. And then before I leave it back to you, Cal, I'm just going to do some housekeeping duties. If you feel so inclined and like what you hear here at Sports Talk KC, consider uh, liking and subscribing on your preferred uh, uh, podcast platform. Sorry about that. And then also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. On the contrary, on Spotify now, you can leave a five-star rating. You can't leave a review yet, but you can leave a five-star rating for us if you feel so inclined and want to help support the show. And also on Spotify, they have a notification bell equivalent to uh, YouTube's notification bell. So when we drop an episode, you will get a notification that we just dropped. So you won't miss when we uh, drop our episodes. Uh, with that being said, uh, I'll just swing it back to you. All right, guys, let's go ahead and hop inside the queue here. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about. <laughs> oh man, okay, all right. Yep, we're going to go ahead and get inside into a little bit of uh, NFL news. Beats, what we got? All right. I don't like this guy, but uh, I guess he's going to ride off in the sunset. You know, Patrick Mahomes sent him to the. To the burner, baby. Uh, big old Big Ben, Rockless Burger. You know, I call him the rapist. Um, has retired from the NFL, 18-year story career. Um, I don't really have much to say on this. I guess good riddance, goodbye. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Your thoughts? Uh, well, uh, hell of a way to have to follow that up, <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, um, Canton, Canton bound, um, as we know, um, being Roethlisberger, um, you know, um, star studded career really don't need no introduction, you know, um, big guy, you know, have one last hurrah at it, um illustrious 18-year career, you know. Um, you know, yeah, he was always successful, um, you know, in Pittsburgh with the comp with the duo of uh him and Tomlin. So, you know, uh it's well deserved for uh Big Ben, um, respectfully. I mean, I'm not gonna dive into Big Ben's past because everybody has one. Uh but Big Ben was one actually one of my favorite quarterbacks at one point. Uh, early off in his career, uh, oh. like I said, I hate to see that. Uh, I never knew that. Oh yeah, man. I used to love, yeah, Big Ben was my guy. Like I mean, I didn't like the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I did like his quarterback play. Huh. Uh, he had a big, strong arm. Uh, was mobile for that for a man of his size. Uh, him and Jerome Bettis, coward. Uh, when he first uh, won the Super Bowl, and then uh, transitioning into Mike Tomlin. To me, he's a legend. Like I said, he got things that happened in his career. I'm not going to bring up on this day. But uh, as for a, a standout professional and great quarterback, great leader, uh, Big Ben was. Man. Like I said, I hate to see that down spiral that he took 
towards the tail end of his career these last two seasons. But uh, man, yeah. I mean, job, job well done as a quarterback, man. Great leader. Uh, Pittsburgh legend. Uh, go in and hang him up, big dog. Job well done, man. I mean, that's all I got to say about Big Ben. <clears throat> yeah. And you hit on a good point. You hit on a good point. I'm sorry, man. Uh, just to uh, throw this in the group. You hit on a good point when you said how he won um, Super Bowl 40 um, with Bill Cowher. Um, actually, I said Mike Tomlin. He actually wasn't with Tomlin his whole you know, career, but, you know, uh, for him, him to have success with, with Bill and then transition to Tom, you know, is uh, just some added, added um, toppings uh, on top. Yeah. I was just going to say, you guys make me seem like an asshole with my take there. I'm just not the biggest Ben Roethlisberger fan. Huh? You can say what you I mean. Hey, bro, I'm not expecting you. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you said how you feel. And I got yeah, some, some negative feelings to him, too. Like you said, I mean, the things that he got accused of, he oh, got yeah. acquitted of. But uh, as for a professional and a quarterback, uh-huh. Big Ben was, was the stuff at one point, man. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. I just don't like how the narrative around him, like, they never bring it up with other troubled um uh, Black athletes, they love to bring up their past, but they never seen them bring up his. So it's not yeah. necessarily indicative of him per se. It's more of just how the media portrays him nationally. So, and 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 I'm gonna just throw this in there while we're on Big Ben, real quick. I'm just I just wonder if you guys agree with this. One play I always will remember from Big Ben is the play where they are in Indianapolis taking on the Colts. And this is actually the year they make their run to the Super Bowl and win it. If you guys remember that game, the bus, Jerome Bittis, they were like on their – they were like going in to score a touchdown and the bus fumbled. And the Colts recovered it and was running that thing back to the house to tub it. And Ben Roethlisberger made that game-saving play to actually stop the Colts, and they ultimately won that game. And that's one play I'm always remember from Big Ben's career, him making that game-saving tackle when it was clearly no line of defense behind him. If Big Ben don't make that play, the Colts go on and win that game. Jerome or Big Ben probably does not have that Super Bowl in particular that year. I just want to know if you guys would seem to remember that play I was talking about, but that was all. Yeah, I remember that play, but the one that uh, sticks in my mind is, is just in that, that Super Bowl with uh, when they were playing the Cardinals. I don't remember what Super Bowl that was, but just that pass this uh, San Antonio Holmes in the corner of the end zone to mm-hmm. pretty much ice the game. That's the, that's the one I remember. Yeah. So many plays, so many plays. I wonder if they're going to have something special for him on ESPN as far as highlights. That'll be something to look into. Uh, well, yeah, great quarterback. And uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, but what else you got on uh, the NFL news, uh, Beats? Um, shocking news this week. Um, you probably already heard it, but you just get our thoughts here. Sean Payton stepping down from coaching for the uh, New Orleans Saints. Yeah. from that? Uh, yeah, shocking. Uh, like I said, um, but it was to be expected. Um, you know, this guy's going to kind of, you know, chill back for a year. 
um, hanging it up. You know, um, I do believe he'll come back into coaching. And I'm going to just say this. I think Mike McCarthy gets one more year in Dallas, but I think Jerry Jones is going to try his hardest, especially if the Cowboys do not do anything, to make Sean Payton the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys. What's your guys' take on that? Go ahead, Cal. Yeah, well, we all know he's going to do whatever he can and try to get the Cowboys back to the promised land. I agree with you, Lisa. Uh, Lee. Uh, he may get one more year, McCarthy. Uh, but as far as uh, Sean Payton, mm-hmm, I can see it. I mean, he will be a viable coach. Uh, he's a great coach. Uh, I just hate that the movie that they made about him, that that jerk. Uh, <laughs> I can't even think of that. Kevin James. Oh, I, yeah. I, I freaking hate Kevin James. What? Oh my God, I hate him as a as an actor. I don't know the man <laughs> as a person, as an actor, and as a. I guess he's calls himself a comedian. He sucks. He is the biggest Chris Farley knockoff. That's one guy from Hollywood. That's a good comparison. You said he is a knockoff to Chris when it comes to Chris Farley's uh, stature. If I ever see this guy in life, I would I would take a swing at him. That's how much I don't like that guy. Damn. I'm sorry, you feel that way, sir. So for that reason, I would not be watching that movie. Mm. Uh, I heard it was bad anyway. No, oh yeah, he's in it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I just made your point up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just gonna a- answer Lee's uh, question. Um, I could see that as far as Jerry Jones making a uh a uh you know a ask of him or whatnot. The only thing I kind of push back on is now if you get Sean Payton in there, Jerry Jones, you're not gonna be able to uh you know you know, boss Sean Payton around and do, you know, be all over the team and try to tell him how to coach and what he needs to be doing and doing all that crap now. You got to let Sean Payton do what Sean Payton does because, you know, he had that those type of reigns in uh, New Orleans where he had uh, control over the roster and all that stuff. So you can't, you can't be in there telling him what to do. I just see that power struggle kind of. So Jerry, if, if Jerry want, really wants to win the Super Bowl, which it sounds like he wants to, but he has to learn to let some of that power go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so moving it on along, as uh, Lee would like to say. Oh, the Denver Broncos. Oh, the mighty Denver Broncos have uh, got their head coach, the OC Nathaniel Hackett. Will be their new head coach. He's the OC for the. Uh, he was the OC for the uh, Packers. There, uh, he he was pretty much their Airbnb. You know, he, he put in the game plan. He, he has a historic uh, resume. You know, in several other places as well, coaching. But it was Matt Lafleur uh, actually calling the plays. But you know, he he was he was kind of like the Airbnb. But I can just say this for me personally. I just believe the Broncos uh, got this head coach to try to uh, allure the one AR, Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if mm-hmm. I want to call him this guy double check anymore, but we'll get to that once we cover that game later on. But just your thoughts on this head coaching uh, hire. 
I agree 100% with you, Beats, uh, on that. I feel like it was a swing for the fences type of move. Knowing, not knowing um, the stance of Aaron Rodgers, um, that makes so much sense. Well, let's go to Nab, uh, the son of uh, Paul Hackett, a former Chiefs assistant coach, um, just to note. Um, they're kind of like, we'll nab him in hopes that he, like you said, lures 12 to Denver. Uh, I don't see that happening. Because uh, Aaron Rodgers has already stated uh, multiple times that he's not he's not wanting to be a part of a rebuild type situation. That's what you're going to have in Denver with so much overhaul taking place. So I agree with you 100% on that. Um, that's kind of a silly to me, not knowing what AR is going to do. Yeah. Coaches is like a pair pair of underwear. You change them every day. Uh, <laughs> Damn, I ain't excited. Do mm. yeah. he shows me something? Okay, let me. Okay, now when it first hit the fan for Denver's coaching vacancy, just to kind of shift gears here real quick, fellas. Um, they were all on the coattail of Eric B. Enemy. Um. With Denver hiring Hackett, is that kind of like a one-shot, no-wonder type of deal for EB? Yep, that was the only that was the only uh, interview he had this uh, this go around. That was the only one. Yeah. yeah. So and I, I would just say this: I think he just felt their Rooney uh, rule for them. You know, when you got to uh, at least interview a minority coach, I just right. think that that. That that just felt that little uh, little uh, you know that uh, that checked that little mark on their on their docket for me. That little uh, so, for me. Yeah, it it, it, it was uh, basically they they knew they wanted to do this all along. They yeah. just used him for that. So, so Cal, let me get your quick opinion on this. Does Eric B. Enemy get a Colson job or does he? Kind of stay put. What's your take on that, big dog? He's staying put. Yeah. Eric Enemy will be a chief for the for next season. Uh, I don't I don't see anything happening or moving forward towards him leaving. Plus, we're going to be deep off into the season with playoff uh competition, and that, mm. that's another uh, strike against him as well. Uh, I think all these years of our uh, deep playoff runs and stuff like that, so that could be a mark towards him too. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see him going anywhere right now. And that's a good point that you make on that, real quick, Cal. You know, um, I agree with you one hundred percent on that. You kind of like, you know, brushing up with what's kind of hurting him. And I agree 100% with you. Um, I, we've said this number, numerous of times of talking about EB, um, that it's the shadow of Andy Reid, number one. But um, it's also hurting him that, you know, hey, this is a Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill-led offense that we're talking about. 
Um, I know we're going to get into it when we um, review our game. But the ad-libbing and things that Patrick Mahomes and this team does themselves, people are like, how much is it <laughs> an infliction by Eric B. Enemy? So that was just my quick little spill on that. The only thing I could see real quick is maybe New Orleans. Maybe. Long mm. shot. Just some, I mean, he's from Louisiana, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. some type of uh, – yeah. You know, connection there, roots there, so to speak. Maybe yeah. that's just a long shot. I'm just throwing something at the wall. Mm. You know, mm. that's interesting. Yep. So, um, I guess I'm going to wrap these two into one. The Bears situation in Chicago. Uh, first off, I want to uh, congratulate Ryan uh, Poles, uh, director of uh, personnel here for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Well, he's their GM now. Um, and then they also hired uh, the coach, D.C., Matt Eberflus, as their head coach. I was wondering, this is another place I actually thought E.B. could have went since that Ryan Pose went there and they were in the same building type of thing. But I guess he didn't have any, any um, I guess, any say on that, I guess, at least from what I'm thinking. But. Just your guys' thoughts on the Bears situation since they hired their GM and head coach. Uh, they're trending upward um, with the um, acquisition of uh, um, um, Poles. Um, you know, um, you know, um, excited young man to um, take on the new responsibilities there with the Bears organization. Um, you know, uh, you know. Uh, uh, a good young guy that I think that um, this need the Bears needed this kind of trending type, of, you know, um, addition to their organization. So um, a good guy at scouting talent and things of that nature, um, highly thought of here with the Chiefs organization. So that tells you that that should tell y'all you need to know right there as much success that that we have had. Um, you know, numerous seasons consistently, but uh, congratulations to him. You know, I just think the bear situation that's that's kind of a you know rebuild type of thing, but there are they are trending in the right direction, in my opinion, with this. But um, you know, congratulations, yeah, you know, um, um, to the young man, um, leaving the Chiefs to go to uh, to Chicago. That's all I pretty much uh, have on. Yeah, I don't really have much on it, man. Okay. Um, do you have guys any have, have any other news? I know that uh, Dan Quinn and Foreign the Cowboys, he will be staying, so he won't be getting a head coaching job anywhere. Um, and then I don't even know how to say this dude's name, but uh, I am happy that the Vikings are hiring, it seems like a black man, Quezzy. Mm -hmm. A default, Miss. Yeah, I just butchered that. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Seen his name if you really want good. to know his name, look it up. Sports <laughs> just look it up. But I am yeah. glad that you know more minorities are getting in the front office part of the uh, the NFL, like you said, with Pose and now this guy. You got the guy in right. Miami, and you got the guy in uh, <clears throat> Cleveland. Yeah. 
Yeah, shouts out uh to the minorities uh getting in the uh the big offices there that we call um in the brass of these organizations. But um on my end, no NFL news. Um really just, you know, a couple quick hits. Um, you know, um Brian DeBall, he's also uh going to be a strong candidate for some of these coaching vacancies as well. That's the current offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. So his name has kind of been swirling, you know, how would Josh Allen feel about him leaving? So that's something just to kind of keep an eye on. And actually the Jacksonville Jaguars are looking to acquire uh, the uh, current uh, offensive coordinator in Byron Leftwich. Um, to be their head coach. I don't know hmm. how far that that may go, but um, from the mouth of Adam Scheffner, that's something to be taken seriously as well. Um, I've heard some st- some swirling things as well from Adam Scheffner. You know, um, Josh McDaniels may be, you know, the Raiders may really make a push for him, but will Bill hmm. Belichick be like, Okay, now nah, let him go because you know. So just, just, just three things to kind of look at, you know. Um, uh, like I said, with Byron Leftwich possibly going to Jacksonville, Josh McDaniels, where may he go? And that other one I said. So mm. you know, um, yeah, those are just uh kind of three of them to uh, take a peek at. You know, if Brian DeBall leaves, that could. That could throw a monkey rich in the whole Josh Allen thing, just to be honest with you. But we shall yeah. see. That's just, just three names to throw out there. <laughs> Leslie, but that's uh, Leslie, uh, dang, I said his name wrong. I'm up there stuttering on it. Leslie Frazier yeah. from their DC is also in the in talks too, making his rounds too. Mm-hmm. 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 So there could be a little nice little overhaul going on in <laughs> Buffalo. <sighs> But uh, sports is that's kind of a uh, a round up as far as up to date, up to point, um, on point um, NFL news here from Sports Talk KC. Um, this doesn't need no introduction. I'm going to go ahead and take the stage right here and jump right on into it, guys. Um, like I said earlier in my introduction. <sighs> <sighs> Let me catch my breath to go over divisional week in the NFL because that's what it was. It was breathtaking action all across the board um, this divisional round in the NFL. I'm going to start it off with the Saturday kickoff to things in the playoffs. We had the Cincinnati Bengals. That's right. I, I said it. Tennessee, that number one seed. Ain't gonna last that long. You may have got it, but your show ain't gonna keep it. Y'all know where I'm going with this sports is. Cincinnati and Joe Burrow was victorious in the Music City in Nissan Stadium, 19 to 16. Um, we all went with Cincinnati in this ball game. Um, all of us here at Sports Talk KC, no one really seen Tennessee really being able to be the big dogs and host that AFC championship game. 
and they proved us just right. Um, it was a close game. I really don't have too much on this game. This game just Art. came down to that. Yeah, I, yeah. Only thing I have from this game is that it came down to. Um, I know Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. That's unheard of, and he still won the game. But it came down to him being able to endure those nine sacks and not turn the ball over. On the other hand, Ryan Tannehill. He turned that thing over three times. That was the difference in that ball game because if Burrow has one interception or one mess up, Cincinnati loses that game. But he stayed carefree. He he played carefree, mistake-free um, football in Nashville, and it led to the uh, Big P. Not really Big P, not in our eyes, but in a lot of other people's eyes in this country. <laughs> Uh, Cincinnati was victorious. Um, what, what you guys got on that? Just real quick, I do agree with you with the Ryan Tannehill situation with those three picks. Um, to me, the coaching staff for the uh, Titans, um, whenever they were driving, they were in, and they came in like crucial situations. The first one, I kind of that was just the first play, and he was mm. staring down Julio Joe from the jump, so um. But aside from that, the one – and they were driving on one of those drives, and they were in the red zone. And for some reason, they just went away. They kept going away from what was working. I get that Derrick Henry was back, and he did some things, but the hot hand in that ball game was Devontae Foreman or something like that, that other running back that had the Duke brace hanging out the back of his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was he was gashing the uh, – the Bengals on the ground, and they just they just kept going away from that and kept putting it in Ryan Tannehill's hand, and he kept, you know, giving up the ball. Now, he did have a one good pass, you know, to A.J. Brown, which he caught one-handed there. That was probably the only good pass that he had in that game. But And then they were driving, about to go into field goal range to, you know, put the nail in the coffin the other way, and he stares down. I don't even know the receiver name. I just know it was number 15, and there's your ball game right there. So, I mean, it is what you said. Joe Burrow, even though he did get sacked nine times, he didn't turn the ball over. So, that, that was that was, that was the game, the three turnovers. Okay. All, I can, all I can say on it for real is Tannehill just showed what he was. I was just <laughs> uh, he just doesn't have it to get over that hurdle of winning a big game. Uh, I hate to say that about old Tanny because I was rooting for him, but it is what it is. And uh, that's all I got on. Was, was you root, really rooting for him, and you went for the but and you went for the Bengals? Nah, no, I'm just saying. You went rooting. I'm just saying for him to come from Miami and yeah, yeah, to have a great you know little run he was having with Tennessee. He just shows that he can't get over the hurdle. Yeah, yeah. Well, sports heads, like I said. Uh, Cincinnati is moving on. I knew. Um, we're not going to hold that number one seed. I just knew it. I did not trust them, wasn't afraid of them, wanted them. But bye-bye, um, 
Tennessee, and uh, congratulations to Cincinnati. Um, we're going to get more into them a little bit later. But um, just to kind of – just a quick little, you know, because we uh, throw our scores out here as well. We expected it to be kind of, you know, a little bit more sluggish. Um, I had it being 28-23. Beats had it being 31-24. to And Cal had it being 28-17. to so, you know, um, we expected a little bit more points, but it was a dog fight defensively. Um, turnovers really, um, really made the complexity of this ball game. But uh, Cincinnati's moving on to advance and Tennessee is going home. Okay, uh, the second game, we had the 49ers. Jimmy G led. In the frozen tundra of Lambo, Mr. Discount double checks home. But it wasn't on this night. That's right, sports heads. Uh, uh, a shocker. Um, we all had Green Bay winning this game here at Sports Talk KC. Um, I had it being Green Bay 31-17. Beats had it being Green Bay 34-20. Cal had it being Green Bay 31 to 10. It did not go down like that. It went down as 13 by the 49ers and Green Bay to 10. Discount double check is going home once again. Um, it's really a shocker to me because, um, like I said on the last show, you guys know what my Super Bowl pick Um was um and that what i've been saying and green bay was a participant in that but jimmy g and the 49ers said no 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 we're gonna keep being the nuisance around your neck green bay and aaron Rodgers. not only do you struggle when you come to our home we're going to keep the narrative going that we're going to make you struggle in your own backyard, in your conditions, what we're not accustomed to. Uh, 49ers get it done again, man. Um, that defense, um, that's kind of one of those teams you can look at and say, you know, yeah, defense is winning them ball games. They know how to pack their defense in these playoffs. 49ers 13, Green Bay 10. Discount double check drops the ball again. What you got on that, Cal? Uh, shocker, shocker. Uh, I can say, Lisa, you know, you're right. The 49ers are a nuisance. I didn't expect them to go this far. Uh, it's a shocker. Uh, one thing I will be uh, up uh, from watching that game, uh, Kittles is called bring the ball in with your hands, catch it with your hands, and bring it into your body. If you need to see greatness, just watch some uh, Travis Kelsey videos or Tony Gonzalez videos, and maybe you can learn how to catch the ball like a tight end. That's really all I got from that game. The 49ers are a nuisance. Mess around. They may make it to the Super Bowl. Underdog. Mm. Beats. Yeah. Um, if you listen to last week's show, uh, Sports Heads and, you know, Cal and Lee, um, I almost picked the 49ers, but I said, well, if it came down to who I'd rather have, Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy G. Yeah. And yeah. I said, A-Rod. And for him not to show up in this game, 
Wow. And for Jimmy G to lead his team on a game winning drive to get them in field goal range and for their kicker goal to just kick it right down the pipe in Lambeau when it, where it's in frigid temperatures and it was snowing. Uh, <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't see that relationship ending well there. Um, especially with the with the Packers, it's like you you demand all this stuff. You go on Pat McAfee's show, you talk about your conspiracy theories with the vaccine, yeah. and you don't want to be political. And you was on there this week, and you're you know taking shots at the media, but you're calling out people. Maybe you're maybe you're too worried about that and not on football. And maybe that's why you're at home watching like the rest of us. That's just my little tidbit on it. Because I really, I really wanted, I'm like you, Lee. I wanted to see the Green Bay Packers and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And we Man. have not seen A-Rod versus Patrick Mahomes yet. The football gods are saying this will not happen. And I guess I'm just going to give up on ever seeing that matchup between the two as of right now. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's my, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, it, it, it's just a, it's just a big shocker for the Packers to come out and lay, you know, not even the special teams play because that cost them to a block field goal, a block punt that was returned for a touchdown. Their special teams really bent it, you know, kept them bent over, you know, all night. But for the Packers offense, Devontae Adams, um, Jones, and those running backs that they have to score seven points, that is a big no, no, Mr. Discount Double Check, what we pridefully call you here at Sports Talk KC. Um, we have a lot of respect for 12 um, here at here at this um, Sports Talk KC, you know, but – terrible that that that's that's bad um three consecutive years where you get this close um speaking from green base perspective and you can't get over the hill that's not good um i think we may have seen aaron Rodgers walk off that frozen tundra tundra in the green and gold you know i think that was the last time that we see that but that's for another day's discussion, you know, heartbreak all over <laughs> with those first two. I'm going to jump into Sunday's action sports here and keep this ball moving. Um, we had the Rams at Tampa Bay. Could Matthew Stafford pull the upset over the great Tom Brady? And, oh, did he do it? That's right. The Rams put up 30 of them things. Tom Brady fell just short with 27. Um, the Rams did what they were supposed to do. Um, I shocker right there to me because I said there's no way the NFL is going to let Tom Brady lose this game. <laughs> but it didn't come down to that. It just came down to the Rams making more plays. Um, and, yes, I said it, Tom Brady was bounced at home against the L.A. Rams led by Matthew Stafford, um, you know, that really made some dime clutch plays in that ball game to down Tom Brady. Um, we all had Tampa Bay in this game. No one picked the Rams, so uh, that was a shocker as well. 
you know, is this the last of Tom Brady? We were talking about about AR. Is Tom done? Go ahead, take the floor, guys. It's time to stick. Uh-oh. It's time to take old Yeller out to pasture and uh, do your job. Uh, he had a great run. I am so happy. I, I'm sorry I had to step in on this one real quick. I am so happy that he finally uh, sunk. Um, I don't think we'll ever see Tom Brady in another Super Bowl again. Um, I think his reign of uh, pleasuring the refs is over before each game. <laughs> uh, I'm just so happy. Uh, I'm like how Stephen A. Smith is with the Cowboys. I could just laugh and just watch the heartbreak and the, the air being suck out of that stadium <clears throat> as he walks off the field. So uh, nothing made me more happier to see this. It is the end of a terrible reign. Uh, it's a new regime of great young quarterbacks, great young quarterback play. Mm-hmm. And we have seen the end of Tom Brady in Super mm-hmm. Bowl contingency. Mm. Beats. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I I guess I, I wanted to see them advance, honestly, because I wanted my second pick for the Super Bowl was the Chiefs and the Bucks. Um, cause I want that narrative to, uh, to change for Pat to get one on Brady. Cause you know, you know how this, the, the sports take, uh, you know, the ESPNs and FS1s of the world like to put everybody up against Mahomes and trample his legacy at this point. So, um, oh, I thought there'll be a good knock to get Tom Brady off of the lot ourselves in a Super Bowl in a rematch, but that's not happening. I will say this as far as the game. Um, it was in the third quarter. It was looking bleak. And I just looked at Tasha. I said, this game is not over. I'm going to watch this whole thing. Um, I've seen it before with TB12. Um, and that uh, I forgot the name of the, uh, the number of the Super Bowl, but it was against Atlanta when it was 28-3. to And they came back mm-hmm. and won. Mm-hmm. And I just start seeing the Rams in the second half start shitting the bed. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are you like just giving the ball away? Like the, the intercept of uh, the fumble by Cooper Cup that started it. And I was like, uh oh. And then the other one was where um, the box snap where Stafford was still trying to make the check at the line and the, uh, the lineman just hiked the ball and it went by like 20 yards behind them. And then the, uh, the uh, Bucks covered that one. But the thing that kept, um, to me, the Rams in the game was that the defense kept stopping Tom Brady and he didn't have his weapons or whatnot. But um, he made it close in the end. And then Matthew Stafford and uh, Cooper Cup said, no, no, no. And I didn't understand the defense played on on, on, on – uh, on that play to where you're blitzing and all you got to do is just, just keep everything in front of you. You got Cooper Cup running right down the middle of the field. And mm, that the game. Yeah. So I know what we're going to talk about another man. game where, you know, a defense didn't do all that they could do to stop with 13 seconds. But, uh, yeah, I was just like, whoa, okay. And then they made the field goal. I was like, well, 
Tom Brady is done. But as far as him being done, this is the first time I've ever heard him talk about, you know, his family in retirement. So I don't know if he is coming back or not. Yeah. Uh, well, it was a nail biter to say the least. Um, in the dungeons of the South, there with TB12 and the Buccaneers, um, with all the storylines swirling behind that game. Uh, but the Rams did what they had to do when they had to do it. Um, just shots out to Matthew Stafford because, like I said, that play you're talking about, that just took absolute dime. You know, uh, the ball couldn't have been placed any better. Um, that that boy made some plays when he had to. Um, just to kind of touch up, I had I had this being a three point game. Uh, me and Beats, um, I had it being twenty seven to twenty four. Beats had it being thirty one to twenty eight, and Cal had it being twenty six to twenty one. So we all knew collectively that this game was going to live up to it, and it did. Um, in a short stick of the fashion comeback um, by the Tampa Bay. Congratulations to the Rams. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> the big enchilada, the Krispy Kreme, <laughs> the Gates president's platter, however you want to call this matchup that we were blessed to witness on Sunday night the last game of divisional week. Uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Man, man, man. You talking about a rumble in the jungle, Ali and Frazier type of deal there. Uh, that was big boy stuff going on Sunday night that we witnessed. Um, <clears throat> you know, um, that it's just I'm I'm still trying to catch my breath, Casey. <laughs> if you know what I mean, I know a couple of you. I know I know everybody probably suffered <laughs> some some heart <laughs> some heart issues in this ball game, but it was a hell of a game. Uh, our Chiefs uh, for a second consecutive week putting forty two up on the board. <sighs> I don't know where to start. Just so much to take away from this game. You know, uh, 13 seconds, you know, uh, 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 do it, do it, you know, uh, Kels, Kels, uh, do, do it, do, you know, the ad lib. And it was just so much, uh, greatness in this ball game. Um, I don't have a particular spiel on this, but our Kansas city chiefs, um, like I said, uh, <laughs> found themselves again in position to host this championship game and uh, everything that comes along with that because we know <laughs> what Tennessee did. Let us be in position to do this. But this is not a game where I'm here to trash Buffalo or anything like that. Um, Josh Allen and these guys really made plays. Um uh, you know, Josh Allen showed that he's one of these quarterbacks, along with Burrow, Herbie, you know, uh, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson. Uh, it's, 
it's it's just like Cal was saying, um, you know, kind of touching on the point with AR and TB12. You know, it's just so many crop. It's it's a crop of these young quarterbacks, and we got to witness it, boys. Uh, Sunday night. Um, I'm glad our boys was victorious in this. Um, I did. <sighs> You guys, I, it, it, it's just like I said. I'm still at a, I'm still at a shock, you know. Uh, but I'm gonna say this in this ball game. Uh, get you, get you guys, uh, start getting you guys involved here. Um, would the outcome had been different in you guys' opinion if Honey Badger does not go out with the concussion? If he's on that field. Are things so so tightly tested in this ball game? In your opinion, yes. You said yes, Cal. Mm-hmm. So 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 you saying if Tyron is in there, it's still a tight down to the meat, down to the bone type of game, correct? Yeah. To me, Josh Allen had a different look in his eye. Man, he definitely earned my respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this game, I think it would have still went down the same way, give or take a couple plays with Tyron being out there with him being the Roman force that he is. But I still think it would have been a highly competitive uh game with him out there. Mm, okay, I can respect that. Beats, what's your spin? I, I'm kind of in the middle of both. I'm wet cow to a degree. Um, and then I'm also with you because Spagnolo said in his presser today that his game plan was so Matthew-centric. And you can just tell once he went out. Well, I'll just say this. Once once they – because it was pretty close. They were playing it close to the vest in that first half. And then in that second half, I guess they just said, well, we might as well just start throwing haymakers. And so they just start testing, uh, you know, Thornhill and, and, and Watts and – and Sorensen and uh, and uh, uh, Hughes over there. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think – I think with Tyron, especially with some of their alignments and the mis, uh, miscommunication on some of those, I don't think Gabriel Davis will be wide the fuck open. Yeah, I'm going to just say this real quick. I – I don't think they go down and score a touchdown with a minute left on the clock. All three of their timeouts Buffalo had because Josh Allen, as soon as soon as Tyreek took that thing to the house, he looked at his sideline and signaled, hey, hey, we got three. Me personally, I don't think they score a touchdown. I think the defense stipends them out and the ball game is over with Tyreek's um, – with with Tyreek's, you know, just greatness. <laughs> I think the game ends right there with Tyron Matthew out there. Uh, where else I want to go to? One. This? Okay, go ahead. Um, just kind of piggybacking off of your kind of question there as far as the outcome on this game. I think there's two points. Well, I'll just start with this one right quick just to get it out the way. Um, when Tyreek Hill uh, returned that punt into uh, Chiefs territory and for mm-hmm. the Chiefs to take the ball out of Pat's hand for three plays, run the ball twice, and then you're 31 and you run 
I'm thinking they're going to do the the Blake Bell as normal uh, quarterback sneak. sneak. Yeah. They yeah. run the option, and I'm like, I don't like that play. And then also after that, I don't like that you settle for a field goal in that situation. I just thought like how on the opposite side, you had Josh Allen doing all that he could. And when when Pat had his opportunities to make plays, he was making plays. I don't understand the yeah. coaching staff, Reed, enemy Kafka, all them collectively taking the ball out of Pat Pat Mahomes' hand there where you could put the nail in the coffin right there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm so glad that you shifted it uh, to that beat uh, just for that particular juncture in the ball game. Um, it was epic and it was magnifying um, because uh, when Tyreek got tackled, I looked at my dad and I said, damn, I wish he would have took that mug to the house so bad, especially to see how that drive concluded itself. You're talking about the, you're talking about the Chiefs with a two point lead. And for them to settle for that three um, was very, I mean, because I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. My dad's reaction, he looked at me and said, shit, damn it, damn it, damn it. Damn, son, I hope that don't come back to bite us. And he was right. Uh, it Just like Beat said, it was a duel of Josh Allen. It, like Cal said, it was a look in Josh's eyes that, hey, I'm going to answer that right back. And that that was just I, – I, I don't like to play call either. Third and one, you run an option to Blake Bell. Where's McKinnon? Where – where's the fullback on a fullback dive, what you've been doing? Where's the Blake Bell sneak? Like, come on. And then for that – and then for you to settle on your end of the field – have more confidence in your defense. Have more confidence in 15 and go for that thing on fourth and three, how these other teams do you. But go ahead with your second uh, – with your follow-up. Well, I want Cal's thoughts on that. Just particular. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I'm, uh, thoughts on, I'm sorry, man. Uh, thoughts on what? <laughs> okay. I'll say the situation again. Tyreek Hill, it's, it's the beginning of – it's like around 11 minutes in the fourth quarter. He uh, – takes the punt and brings it into, like, you know, the 20-yard line in Chiefs territory. Mm -hmm. Somewhere around there. It's like, yeah, somewhere in that range. Um, the Chiefs run three run plays, basically taking the, the ball out of Pat's hand. And then on 31, they run a, a Blake Bell option play. And I was saying <clears> I <throat> felt that I didn't like that play call in that situation, one, for taking the ball out of 15 hands, because he was doing the whole time, and you didn't see the Bills taking the uh, the ball out of Josh Allen's hand there. Okay, um, yeah, I believe, also, I, believe, I believe you saying that, yeah. Yeah, and then as far as going and settling for three and, and actually going for it on fourth down. All right, well, look at it this way. What I'm thinking is just situational football at this time. I mean, we don't want to make any mistakes here inside the red zone. Uh, we're going back and forth here. Uh, imagine if they did go for that uh, uh, fourth down conversion and didn't get it. It would have been a totally different game. 
Well, I, here's my here goes to my second point to where Lee was asking. Um, for me, I know I was bitching about it in the chat um, as far as Buck Kicker uh, missing that uh, that field goal in the extra point. And and if you think about it, at the end of uh, regulation when we had to get three, if we would have kept the same points and not gotten that. And we, if he would have scored, if he would have hit his uh, points, we would have won the game by one. They still would have been down by one, mm-hmm. even with that two-point conversion. Um, mm-hmm. Just talking about the Bills. So him missing those kicks were pivotal in the direction of this ball game. Yeah. And I agree 100%. Um, you know <sighs> – there's been so much talk over overtime rule change. Da 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 da. It's a shame Josh Allen didn't possess the ball. You know what? Screw all that. I'll wipe my ass with it and I'll flush it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Don't touch the rules. It's mano and mano, an overtime session. If that is not, that's as fair as it can get. I don't want to hear no bitching about none of that. Buffalo, you did not squib kick the ball. That's on you, McDermott, with your ball-headed dumb ass and your silly-ass coaching staff. You did not squib the ball. Fuck that. Don't. The Chiefs got the ball, won the coin toss, and went down and scored a touchdown. Didn't kick a field goal and then had to stop you. They went down and shoved it down your throat to your belly and went down killer trap for six. Stop it. Because like Josh Allen said, oh, I can't complain about that, you know, which was big from him because that's how it probably would have went. You know, I wasn't celebratory, neither was my pops watching the game when the Chiefs tied it up, you know, um, at 36 to 36, because I said it's going to come down to this coin toss. When we won the coin toss, I said, good, putting their defense right back out here. And that's what happened. Stop it. Stop it. The Chiefs actually petitioned for this back in 2018 when Pat didn't touch the ball in the AFC Championship game to TV 12 and, and the Patriots. And did no other owners step up and say, hey, we back the Chiefs on this. They thought the Chiefs was crying about it, da 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 da, da But now it's a problem because Josh Allen didn't get the ball. Stop it. It wasn't a problem with Herbie didn't get the ball in Thursday night walk-off action when Killer Trapper did, when Killer Trav got you. It, it wasn't that much great uh, uh, gripe and belly aching when we did the Chargers like that. I get it. It was a heavyweight bout. Quarterbacks at the top tier of their game, 25, 26 years old, dueling in a divisional round game that felt like a championship game. That's one of my takes, you know, the NFL rule, you guys can kind of talk about that, but kind of just kind of revert back and it's just been on my chest to get that off. But I agree with beats. Bucker does what he Bucker puts his forward through the hoopty and we make a couple of stops. This, this game really came down to four plays, five plays to four, like four plays. Bucker's field goal and his extra point. Third and one shenanigans and Melvin Ingram's 
sack on Josh Allen where he missed it by inches. I don't know if you guys seen this play, but Melvin Ingram, it was on a fourth down, and Melvin Ingram just rigid white, did a rigid white move on the offensive line and get out of my way, just busted him in the face with one arm, moved him out the way. And he just missed Allen on that, and Allen scampered for the first. The game is over right there. But, you know, uh, all this talk about the Buffalo Bills and it going into overtime, stop it. Because if we really take care of business, the game really does not even come down to that if the Chiefs don't have their little blunders that luckily did not cost us this game. But I will say this about special teams. Damn it. But, uh, but yeah, sports sorry about the uh, technical difficulties again in the middle of the segment, about to get things wrapped up. But yeah, um, I'm going to go with the 49ers as well. I mm. just think that uh, I just think that the rant that Matthew Stafford is going to have to show it again. The 49ers, for some reason, have their number. The Rams aren't a never to make enough plays every time they play San Francisco. Is I just don't understand it. In a trilogy, a dog fight, I'm gonna go with the 49ers. Oh man. 24 to 21. 49ers by three. So and I'm just I'm just sitting here grinning like the Grinch. <laughs> Me and Beats gonna go with the 49ers. Cows going with the Rams, and, and that very well possibly could be. I'm not. I, I I'm not even. You know, I'm being brutally honest with you, Big Dog. You know, uh, the Rams very well could win this. Like I said, that's gonna be tough, and I would not be surprised if the Rams do do. You know that 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 that's gonna take three tops in one season. But, um, yeah, me and Beats got the 49ers. Cal won with the Rams. To finish it off, we have the Cincinnati Bengals coming to Arrowhead to face against our Kansas in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I know what it is, sports heads. It's Chiefs all day. You know, um, just a quick little tidbit on this guy. The Bengals got us the first time. Okay, I give them that. The third and 26, the ref, the the the, the five or six plays on the one-yard line that was ran, all the weird stuff that went on. Um, Arrowhead, I'm going to need you to be loud because Burroughs, I believe SEC stadiums are – Oh, you can't compare to those? So be loud. Uh uh, Arrowhead, I'm gonna need you to do that because uh, Macaulay Coke and I think ate his words by saying that. But this is a get back game. I've been yearning for Cincinnati ever since that. They're no joke. Burrow, Burrow, Burrow's one cool, calm cat, you know, and he has a couple of nice whipping trees to go with him in his back pocket. Um, defensive line, I'm gonna need you to step up. Melvin Ingram, Chris Jones. Three times, I believe, the first matchup. He just keeps oh. coming off of getting sacked. Yeah, he's coming off of getting sacked nine 
Um, and actually in that ball game, they whiffed on a couple of sacks too. So it actually should have been Morse put on his ass. But Casey, you know where you're trying to get back to. And you know what you're trying to reconquer and take back. Um, Burrow is in the way. And I'm glad his ass is in the way. Him and Jamar Chase. You know what? Tennessee gave a very good blueprint on how to slow this cat down. Him and Jamar chasing. And, and Higgins and Osana, you know, the tidy. You know, Tennessee gave a good blue. It was just Ryan Tannehill. Take some of that away from what Tennessee did. Be Stand up, KC. Let's get on back to the Super Bowl in L.A. for this rematch against the 49ers. You know, um, there's no time to play. Cincinnati is a good team, but. You're coming to a lion's den in a city that's ready to just erupt to get their team back to the Super Bowl. So y'all know what it is. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Chiefs 30, Cincinnati 23. All right. Oh, I kind of like that. Uh, I just have a uh... Three keys to the game for, the, for me on this. Um, defensively, job number one, bracket, double team, Jamar Chase. Let somebody else beat you. Like uh, Lee said, um, Tennessee kind of showed a blueprint. They moved to that after uh, Jamar Chase had a big gain in that game. And, yeah, he still got his a little bit, but. You see what happened. Um, Cincinnati only scored 19 points. Like Lee said, take a little bit of what they did and put it into your game plan and mixing with your personnel and mixing it to what you like to do, Spags. Also, Spags, I'm going to need some more twisting games from you upside. I'm going to need some more twisting games from you on the, uh, on the, uh, on the front line. There. Man, Melvin Ingram is a dog. Melvin Ingram is a dog. Oh. Frank Clark yes. was getting after after uh after uh Josh Allen. He was just able to get they he was just able to get out of those. And you saw Melvin Ingram and uh Chris Jones getting into it on the side. Uh Chris Jones, you made all that money. Um you wanna be you wanna be mentioned up there with Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald beats double teams. And uh you weren't able to really make an impact on that Buffalo Bills game. You better make an impact on this one. I'm gonna need a big game from you, big dog, big Chris Jones, you know, with your uh big Mac for sacks there with uh, you know, all that good stuff. But um offensively for me, it's uh it's uh Pat be the Grim Reaper, just over your dead body, be surgical, and like uh like we forgot to mention on the on the Buffalo Bills game, remember all year it was the it was the too high stuff, keeping the shell, making them be patient. Um, Pat did not throw a ball over 20 yards in that game. He was surgical. He was precise. He was a Zen master. Be the Zen master in this game. Leave Joe Burrow and Cincy. I know I got a, a few uh, family members over in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, which is pretty much across the waters from Ohio and Cincinnati, and they're Cincinnati fans. Well, this week, you're going to be crying your eyes out. 
it was a good, nice little Cinderella run, but the strike, uh, the clock strike midnight on uh, on Sunday. Chiefs win 38 24. We're going to the Super Bowl, baby. Mm. Like it, like it, Cal. Cincinnati, you are now into the after rumblings of a double cheeseburger <laughs> after you consume it. You are now in a position to where your quarterback will get beaten to a bloody poke. Your offensive line is vulnerable. Joe Burrow, kid, you had a good run, but it ends at Sunday. Like you said, Beats, I like the little uh, takeaway you went into is Pat being very surgical, an assassin on that field. That's what we need from you. We need you to sneak in like the Grim Reaper and take take it, take wins, because we don't want any else. We want you to take throw dots out there like you were doing last week. Uh, we know this team, I didn't really get to dive into it on the uh, recap, but this team is showing a sort of fight and nastiness that <clears throat> we've been wanting since we started this show. And seeing what the Kansas City Chiefs did last week, it just shows that this team will not roll over and die. They will fight. It doesn't matter if it's five seconds, 13 seconds. It doesn't matter. They're going to do what they got to do to win the game. And that's what I love about this team, that fight, that nastiness, that physicality, that 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 yeah. That tenacity of being very vocal with his, with each other on the field and sidelines, calling players out. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel this weekend that yeah. the Chiefs will beat up. The Chiefs defensive line will beat up on Joe Burrow. Uh, we had uh, Reed with a great sack last week. I feel he will continue that this week. Uh, I also believe that what was, was it, 90 with another sack this week? We had two sacks on I know. I, I remember I reading. Know, sure I know. That I, was yeah, I just know Ingram's because uh, I actually asked for some. It just fell right back to this, and I remember uh, Reed. But that that second Jaren Reed got me that very in that ball game. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to see the defense. I just got a feeling that they're going to beat up on this guy. Uh, their offensive line is very uh, vulnerable right now. And if the Tennessee Titans were able to attack that offensive line like that, just imagine what our guys are going to do this week. Plus, we owe them that. So I don't, I'm not going to say it's going to be a cakewalk by any means because this young kid has a cannon and he has some great receivers. But I believe it will be uh, – he will not be able to walk straight after this game. Uh, so defense, just do what you do. Stay physical, stay vocal, and uh, dominate on that end. Uh, as for Pat, be the Grim Reaper like he was last week. Leave no prisoners. Be that assassin. Be that surgeon. That's all I really got, man. I mean, I got a feeling that this is going to be a great game. Another great one from Kansas Chiefs. Super Bowl bound. What's the score? 
Oh, here we go with the uh, uh, I'm gonna say. I just got a feeling it's going to be a mid-30 game with the Chiefs. Uh, I'll say 34, 30. Yeah, 30, 33. Uh, we lost uh, Lee. Hold on. I'm going to say 33. Uh, 27. Oh, you got a yeah, toss yeah, 3327. You want me to have another heart attack, don't you? No, nah, I don't want you to have another heart attack, Beats. Nah, I just got a feeling. I just got, I don't know, man. I could be wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping they just beat them to a bloody pope, but I got a feeling it. Which, okay. It may not go that way. Well, you got Matthew. You got Matthew that practice today. He hasn't cleared the protocol, but I have a feeling he will play Sunday. And you got Rashawn Fitton back. So you won't have to worry about Hughes being in there, getting sniped out on the skates there, baby, falling down. What was your score? What was your score? 33-28. Okay, I didn't get that. Sorry about that, sports heads. Yeah, we was just talking about he got a nail biter there. I was like, oh, you trying to make me have another heart attack. Yeah, I uh I uh died out there for there. Okay. Cal got it 38-28. And that's a good point that uh Big Beats makes as well for our Kansas City Chiefs. Um, uh, um approaching another game. Um the available Badger, Tyron Matthew, and Rashad Fenton. Um, I'm glad he touched up on that. Um, you know, like I said, um today. So uh three be out there. Um, um, once again, fellas, um, I just time to thank, you know, Archie, um, because since we've been doing this show, we have been able to do recordings and have trips on the Kansas Chiefs to the brink of every season since we KC. You know, to say since we these Chiefs, our Chiefs have been going to the Super Bowl and you know to the season. So kudos and pat on the back to our Kansas City because this is a hell of a ride we have been on since we started to stay at Sports Talk Kansas City. Our Chiefs has been nothing. But relevant and dominant and persistent and consistent since the uh, since Sports Talk KC um, started itself. So that's just a hell of a trait to say, man. Here we are, championship week. Natty coming in here. I know Arrowhead's gonna be electric and rocking. You know, here we are, boys. Um, look, consecutive trip to. The Super Bowl, man! Oh man, that that really that really seemed, that 
a certain type of blood flow through the hairs on the back of my neck. It's hairs on my ass is standing up, you know. <laughs> you know, just thinking about this. To you, mom. Here we are, man. Here we are, man. Here, um, to take back what's ours. All right. Uh, with that being said, uh, that concludes it, fellas. Uh, anything else you guys need to touch on? This real quick, I just want to shout out the Chiefs organization and uh, for uh, having Tech Nine do the halftime show Wild Card Weekend, having Melly in the building in the building uh, last week for the division round, and then this week. They have a shot to singing the national anthem. I'm interested to hear how that will go. Really? And see, that's funny yeah. you bring that up because <laughs> Nelly, them having Nelly there, I'm like, why is Nelly here with a McCole Hartman jersey on? See, I thought his punk ass brought us bad luck at first. I'm like, see, we didn't lost this damn game because they got Nelly ass up here from St. Louis. <laughs> Well, you know, they're trying to get that market, though. They're trying yeah. to get that market as far yeah. as. Hmm. But nah, man, shouts out to the uh, Missouri native and Nelly, man. Yeah, that was pretty cool that the Chiefs are trying to get that market. And, you know, that's interesting that Ashanti will be on the anthem. Wow. Hmm. I just yeah. know she's a studio artist, so I'm just very interested to hear that live. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it does it. Uh, but with that being said, uh, that concludes another episode of Sports Talk KC. I am one of your hosts, Cowboy. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Cowboy Beats. If you're checking for me, you can find me at BB1492 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yes, I do have other social medias, but I'm not currently using them at the moment. So I just, I'm very, I'm frequently on those three. So I just shout those out. And I'm also, you can hit me up on the uh, Sports Talk K- uh, KC uh, fan page on Facebook as well. Um, Lee, if they're checking for you, where can they find you? Lee 86 on the uh, social media handles, Facebook, Instagram. And the Sports Talk KC page. Facebook and Instagram is Radham Jones. Uh, Sports Heat. I hate to keep harping on it and saying it, but I have every reason to keep saying it. Our boys are back. This feels good. Let's take it back. And let's stand up. I'm so glad we got Cincinnati again. I'm so glad. I am so glad. Y'all know what time it is, KC. Conquer and advance home. Cheese. Over my dead body. Do it. All right, sorry about that, sports kids. A little bit of technical difficulties, but, you know, Eight, the, the overtime talk and all that would be irrelevant. Our blunders, you know, on the third and one, the infamous third and one, Bucker not putting his four through the hoopty, you know, a um, couple of sacks on Allen by inches that we missed. You know, just a, just a whole, a whole bunch of things in that ball game. But 
I will say this about special teams besides Buckers' blunders. Keep putting 10 back there on them punt returns because it's going to eventually start making team, make the punter try to punt from him and set shank a ball. I like the fact 10 is back there returning punts, but um, you guys can kind of, you know, talk about that overtime rule and what you guys think about 10 back there returning punts as we go forward. Okay. Uh, as far as the overtime rules, I can live with it. I can live without it. I mean, it would be kind of nice to see another team get the position, possession of the ball. Because if it would, the shoe would have been on the other foot, we probably would be complaining about this rule. See, we we went through it. We went through it. That's why I said we petitioned after 2019. We didn't have no backup from no other owners in the NFL. So we went through it. We felt it. Bye bye, Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. Um, I say keep it the way it is. And the reason why I say that, I know for the media to sell the sell the game and for you know the networks to sell the game, it's about the quarterback. But football is a team sport. You have a defense on the other side that get paid too. And this is supposed to be the number one defense across the board. And you let Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs get down a field goal range in 13 seconds, actually 10 seconds, because they still had three seconds on the clock to uh, kick a field goal. So you did that, and then also you let them walk down in overtime. Um, for me, like I said, you get paid on the other side too, because then let's say if you do have this rule where Josh gets the ball, if they go down and score a, uh, a touchdown, then what? Are you going to let Pat – you have another shot, and then right. you just gonna keep going back and forth. Like so, I mean, when does it stop? Right. And so for me, it, it's it's that, and then also you got to think this is the playoffs, and you have a championship game next week. You can't have the team that wins this game be so depleted with going back and forth in an overtime game. You, you got to move on to next week. So I just say keep. Right. The way it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to just say this. Um, this team has won every way, match it every, every way possible for someone's imagination to think of the Kansas City Chiefs led by Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid they have they, they have showed us why they are where they are um these two plays that we talk about within these 13 seconds just shows you not to fuck around with this team, not to doubt this team, okay? Because I've been saying it all year. And there's been a lot of doubters for this team. And I never once doubted, you know, I'm going to put it to you like this. When Buffalo goes up 
with those 13 seconds left on the clock. My dad is uh, my dad has not shown any frustration or any panic. I can't remember when since the Chiefs had Patrick Mahomes. He's always like, hey, they get on track. Through their lows, he showed no panic. I was getting on at times, you know, come on, you know, getting upset, you know, getting pissed off during games. No panic from him. But when Josh Allen and them go down to score with those 13 seconds on the clock, I knew then. That's why I say this team has showed me they won in every way possible. They, my pops jumped up and hit the wall so hard in the wall. And I was shocked. I couldn't say nothing because he has not showed no panic or frustration with this team at all like that. And I knew then, wow. Y'all really just dropped the ball like this. And I couldn't say nothing. Like, when they tied the game up at 36, I just looked at him. We looked at each other. I couldn't say nothing. Because this team had showed. Even when y'all think we're out, we're not. Those were some play calls that Andy Reid had in his back pocket or in his black New Balances that he wears on that sideline stuffed down in his sock. That was orchestrated by seven, by 15, 87, and 10. Really, 87. Kelsey orchestrated that out there. Told told 10 what to do on the little push screen that they ran against the Cowboys some year ago. We seen that. That's backyard football, and that's great. That's scary. Kelsey, I'm not going to run the route that they call. I'm running to the open spot for him and for do it, do it, do it, do it. You know, and, hey, when things are grim, go on, go on out there and be the grim reaper. This team is dangerous. This team is on a mission. Um, we were derailed it last year. We're back. It feels so good to be back in this situation because I never once doubted this team. A lot of people would say, man, you tripping, man. We are we are we are not a good team. We are this. We are that. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see. January, December and January would determine that. And for this team to be two and four at one point and now hosting another championship game. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of get off into it. Um uh, we all had it being a close one. Um it was 42 to 36. I had it being 31-27. Um give some credit to Beats. Um he had it being real close. 41 to 37. Um he was almost right on point with that. And Cal had it being 38 to 31. So we were giving Buffalo their just due and their credit. We did not expect them to just lay down and, you know, and spread them apart for us. We were not expecting that. Um, It's just a heavyweight bout, man. Um, You know, as far as as far as the pick segment for divisional week, we were all did even at two and two. Um, for our to- playoff totals, if you want to just look at it, me and Beats are eight and two, as Cal is seven and three. But uh, what a hell of a game, man! Um, you know, um, and, and 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 the the type of 
you know, sportsmanship that our fans are showing. Um, just recently donated the Josh Allen's hospital has already got like 300k from just Chiefs fans donating $13 at a time. So, you know, uh, sportsmanship from Chiefs fans and everything, you know, I just think it was a robbery that the NFL has been desperately looking for for someone to be Patrick Mahomes' nemesis. And I think Josh Allen, I think Josh Allen answered the bell for that. Do you guys think that anybody in the AFC besides Josh Allen that's going to kind of sum through the mosh pit with Patrick Mahomes? Or is it somebody different in your guys' opinion? Uh, I mean, he did show some great poise in, uh, and just rising to the occasion um, to go toe-to-toe with Pat. But um, his best was not good enough, and I don't know if he has another one of those games in him, especially uh, – we're possibly losing his OC um, this offseason. And uh, that's just a tribute to uh, Pat um, having his uh, Grim Reaper game over my dead body game, RIP Therese Palin, who coined that. Um, the All Juice team, you know, shout out to that. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, I've seen it plenty of times from uh, Mahomes. I, this is the first time i actually seen it from Josh Allen, I guess you can. I guess you can say that Patriots game, but they didn't have nothing on the other side that can, you know, go toe to toe to put the pressure on them like that. So uh, we can see. It'd be nice. I, I I don't mind it. That was this is this game was an instant classic. Um, it's up there with that Rams and uh, Chiefs game from uh, Pat's first year in uh, 2018, where we mm-hmm. lost. But um, except we came out on the good side this time, but. What's your thoughts, Cal? I think it's just a show of the tape of what's going to happen within the years to come. Like I said earlier, I'll go back to that. Uh, we got some great quarterback league uh, players, young players in this league, uh, in the AFC, NFC. Yeah, but uh, AFC is great. Um, you got young Joe Burrows, Josh Allen, um, QB. You know, we got some great young Blake, Pat. So uh, it's just a tell of the tape of what to expect over there in the AFC from now on. And sports heads, don't don't, don't look too far saying, hey, well, I like to sleep. We actually get Buffalo coming up again this season here at home. So they're on the schedule again, if you guys were just wondering. But, oh, man, uh, hell of a game. Um Another walk off from 87, you know, oh, man, you know, that's <laughs> it's just a hell of a game. They 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 won in another fashion that we did not expect them to win in. And it just speaks volumes on this team and the brass that this team has. But um, I just think it's devastating for the Buffalo Bills. I just think that they're going to be so wrecked buy this that they're going to try their hardest and think that their nemesis is Kansas City and next year it's going to be someone else to knock them off I just see that I just think this was their time they didn't get it done now so you 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 take a couple of you 
you you jump back a couple of seats on the bus. You're not so f- close up to the driver how you was. Now you kind of got to be like force, you know, in the back of the bus sitting next to Jenny. Um, you know, you're back there now where Forrest was sitting at on that bus. You were by the driver up front, but this is devastating for Buffalo. Uh, sports is keep it rolling on. Our Chiefs were victorious, like we said, 42 to 36. Moving on. This needs no introduction. This is championship week amongst us at our feet. Um, you know, um, I'm going to start. I, I know we're the first game, but I'm going to start with the NFC first because I'm going to end it on us. So with that being said, fellas, just jumping into championship week here at Sports Talk KC, we have the trilogy. That's right. The trilogy. Again, we have the 49ers and the Rams in L.A. For it all, for the rights to go play in a Super Bowl. Who's it going to be? Jimmy G or Matthew Stafford? This is for the third time now. Cal, where are you going in this ball game and what's your take? For me, you don't have that goofy bastard Jerry Goff back there. Going <laughs> I'm going with uh, the Rams. Too much defense. Jimmy G will not be able to sneak his way out of this. Mm, what's your score, big dog? Uh... I'm going to have the Rams running it up on. I'm going to give them uh, 33. Mm. Uh, 33. I'm going to throw out a random number. 33. 20. No, 33. 19. Mm. 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 Okay. Beats. NFC Championship. Where you rolling, fella? My heart says, uh, I'm going to go with my gut and my heart going with the 49ers. I, I don't, <laughs> I know it's crazy. I know y'all probably looking at me like, what? But, uh, hey, man, they keep, they keep getting it done for some reason. And uh, they've been there before. Um, yeah, you know, the uh, Rams do have some guys over there that's been there before, but. It's just, um, I don't know. They they got their number. Uh, they already beat them twice. Mm. Actually, the Rams is the ones that let them in the, in the damn playoffs. And that was the first game right there um, in week uh, 18. So, uh, I guess uh, I guess my score would be, I'm going to have this as a tight one. Uh 27-24-49ers. Somehow, someway, um, Jimmy G doesn't fuck it up this time. But mm. I know the game plan is going to be heavily on the run. And Debo Samuel doing a couple of things mixed in with, you know, George Kittle and those other guys that they have. But it's going to basically be that running game. And I believe that the defense for the 49ers will get some pressure on uh, on old uh, Stafford, and he's gonna he's gonna throw up a couple lame ducks. 
Mm. Well, for me, sports heads, <laughs> this is just I'm at, I actually love that it's these two um, in the championship game for a third time. We are in for a dandy. Hopefully, um, these two teams really just can't stand each other. They there's no there's no fixing it. There's no trying to repair it. These two teams just hate each other, and it's for a good cause. Um, but short and sweet, man, oh, man, the 49ers, they're going to have to do it for a third straight time in one season. That is hard to do. Uh, I just – my pick in this ball game, man. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go with the 49ers. Uh the 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 uh the